Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to your favorite podcast, Man Card. As we always start off our podcast with a quote of the week, Noah's got a fantastic one. Give it to me. GameStop to the moon. Melvin Capital. Hit it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to your favorite podcast, my favorite podcast, Noah's favorite podcast, and, and John. card, and, and John. It's also Sorry. my second favorite. Promise, podcast. I was getting to that part. Today we have a very special guest. We have Jimi Hendrix's son. That's me, Jimi Hendrix's son. Yeah, John, John Hendrix. <laughs> John Hendrix. Yeah. Well, John has been on the show before, and it was. It was funny because we recorded that episode in my dorm room. Which was nice. Now we're in your basement. Now we're in my basement. So you guys are just tracking right along with me on the different stages of my life. Now, is that an upgrade or a downgrade? Honestly, that's up to you. I you, like You it. tell me that, that futon good. was comfy. The futon was comfy. Yeah. It, was, it was really homey and cozy. Like, yeah. It wasn't bad. I'll say it was warmer. Definitely warmer. Warmer. For whatever it, reason, this it, basement's freezing. It did get warm in my dorm room. I don't know why. I didn't have much control over the temperature. Even though we had little thermostats, yeah, Georgia Tech was like, turn that power <laughs> off, baby. Especially during the summer. They don't like it. But anyway, yeah, welcome back to the show. We're excited you're here. Before we get going, we are live on YouTube. So you can you know look us up, Man Card Podcast. And uh, we're also on Instagram, which is uh, Mitchell's territory. Yeah, I'm killing it right now. Killing Followers it. going up. Going up. Like no other. Yeah, TikTok coming soon. TikTok coming soon. Man Card Pod. Check us out. Um, but let's get into it. So, John, welcome back to the show. Appreciate it. Good so, to be back. Yeah, I'm glad you're here. So, last time, since you've been on the last time, there have been a lot of things that have been going on. So, first of all, you graduated. I did. Along with me. Yep. Good <laughs> you, oh, thanks, guys. You, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, you're still stuck. Um, but you walked. I did. Yeah. So Georgia Tech gave the opportunity to walk, but instead of walking in May, when I when we when we graduated, uh, I yeah. walked in December. So yeah, I remember the better photos, late than never, I guess. Yeah, the photos looked a little um, interesting. Yeah, it was it was an empty stadium, but uh, my mother was happy, so therefore I'm happy. Did they did they allow guests? Um, I think you had five guests total. Okay. Like per per graduate. Got you. Okay, because. Yeah. It did look very, very sparse. Yeah. It looked like a Georgia Tech football game kind of going on or something, you know? Yikes. (laughs) You're not wrong. You contribute to that, Mitchell, because you do not not go to the football game. I have not gone once. How many games have you? Zero. Zero. I've been to one. I bought a season pass last year just because I want to get the UGA game, and I didn't go to the UGA game. That's the one game I went to was the UGA game. Yep. Still didn't show up. I don't even like football, and I went to every single game. I wonder why. Let's... Recap. Yeah, you were you were not the Mike Man of Georgia Tech. I yeah, was required no, I was to be there. Exactly. Now granted, if I wasn't required to be there, I think over my entire tenure at tech I did only miss one game. And I can't remember because I know the homecoming game my freshman year was on my birthday and that was really special. So I went to that game and I slept in. I didn't do any of the pregame stuff, which is always the best part, but either way, it's not about me. This is about John. So John, you just went on a trek out to the Wild West. Now, start us from the way beginning, how that even happened. Sure. Um, I guess just taking it from the top, my buddy 
one of my best friends from high school, he uh, he bought a Jeep Gladiator. Okay. And he kept talking to me like, hey, let's go out west. Let's go out west. And I was like, let's do it. I'm down whenever, whenever. And yeah. uh, so we had ended up planning out a road trip, doing all these cool like off-roading trails, seeing s- several national parks or whatnot. And then four days before like we were planning on leaving, he's like, you know what? I can't go. I have this new puppy and I want to stay here and take care of it. I just Stupid bought a puppy. house. He bought a house. Really? So, yeah. He's he's 25, just bought a house, got a dog, got a new brand new Jeep Gladiator. Everything's good for him. But uh, does, does he have an really SL? bad? That sounds like yeah. a lot of debt. <laughs> well, he uh, he's got he's got enough. He's, okay. he's doing well. He's doing well. But uh, so anyway, we had planned out this trip four days before we were planning on on leaving. He's like, hey, man, honestly, I just can't do this. Uh, not right now. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. So that night, I went uh, I went online. I uh, searched all the rental companies, found what, whichever one I could. I ended up going with Avis. Shout out Avis Car Rental. Avis, what's up? If there you're listening, go. hey, we yeah. can always use a sponsor. That's right. And uh, so I, I put in for a Ford Edge or similar. Or, and uh, so that's what I was expecting to drive. So anyways, okay. four days pass. I've bought everything. I stopped by you, or stopped by with you, grabbed your drone to borrow. Yeah, that's right. I remember um, that. Just prepared as much as I could. I didn't. I had a kind of a loose plan as to where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do. I didn't want to have it like too down pat just because I know like with travel, sometimes things come up and you just, you're like, all right, I don't like this so much. Let's go on to the next. So yeah, right. um, I kind of had a loose outline. So anyways, the day comes, I go to Avis at 8 a.m., and the dude at the counter goes, hey, so we don't have any of those Ford Edges, but uh, how does a Toyota 4Runner sound? And I was like, that's amazing. Let's do it right here, right now. I walk out. It's prime, like 2019. Ooh. Toyota 4Runner TRD off-road. Okay. That's dangerous. For yes, a rental? For a rental. <laughs> Whoopsie Daisy. Um, Sorry, Avis. So, uh, Avis, uh, I need you to close your ears for this portion of the, the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so I, I hopped on the road. I, I got it going. I drove to Texas, Dallas, Texas in one day. Wow. 13 hour car ride in one day. Oh um, so, yeah, you're, you're one of the only people I know who can actually like drive for those extreme extended periods of time. We'll have to get into it in a minute, what you yeah. did a few weeks ago. But That's anyway, right. continue. So I hopped in the car, got, went to Dallas, stayed with my uncle for a night or two just to visit with him and my cousins. Um, and then I was like, all right, time to get the show on the road. So um, I should have been more prepared for this podcast. I should have written down my itin- my itinerary <laughs> and everything else. But No, no, dude. I love it. It's like organic. But you said a couple weeks ago that you... So you went and visited your dad up in New York. I did. Right? I did, yeah. So you were up there, but you had to come back. So describe you had this exchange with like a back and forth with yeah, New York. Yeah, so I mean this this whole season of my life post graduation, I've probably driven at least thirty thousand miles. <laughs> I've I've probably spent easily I don't know, I couldn't even tell you, probably over four hundred hours in the car. That's wild. Yeah. I hate that makes me tired. Yeah, right it makes now. me sick actually. But the thing oh. is is like Looking back, I'm so happy with that experience because not only did I get to see all these cool things, I got to see the, the landscape change. I, I, I've driven in snowstorms. I've driven in the middle of the desert. I've drifted around on sand dunes. Yeah. I've, I got lost in the middle of Death Valley, California. Like, oh, that's a so good like, story. All those hours spent in the car, some of them were adventuring. Some of them were trail driving. Some of them were right. just going, kind of going off the beaten path and, and 
just adventuring. So I'm I'm kind of, I'm pretty happy with the amount that I drove. Now I will say that the one thing that I'm not happy with is the uh, the money I've spent on gasoline this year. Well, it's it's about to increase. You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just this past week, I've noticed that the gas yep. gas prices it's have gone just up like been ten cents. Going up, and I mean ten cents. You know, to the average high schooler is like, oh, ten cents. That's not that much. Stop whining about it. But for those of us in the real world that we have uh, to get paid to drive. I remember in high school, I had a truck. I had a lifted truck. and You were one of those guys. I was one of those guys. I had big dick kind of energy. <laughs> Let me just put this here on the table real That's quick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I remember when gas prices were like $4 or higher. Yeah, like that was yeah. like, what was it, late 2009? Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, I wasn't a high schooler then. It was more like 20... 12 was it 2012 oh that's right yeah Yeah. yeah. there was a second little crash thanks obama so i I remember it took like 80 dollars to fill up my truck 80 bucks 80 bucks i remember that my old so the old jeep wrangler i just got rid of yeah um i got rid of i sold um that thing i remember it took like 50 60 bucks to fill up when usually it takes like 30 right and it was just driving me insane because it it just is such a like disincentive to drive sure and for somebody, especially like yourself, that likes to get out and move, like I can't even imagine what that feels like. It's just like so restrictive. Yeah, yeah. Or, or not. I mean, when it's all said and done, like the amount of money that I did spend doesn't really bother me because I got so much out of it. So gas, yeah. hotels that I did stay in, food, equipment, camera stuff, I mean, anything that I did buy or purchase or whatnot, um, I'm I'm so happy that I. I made those things happen because my life's better for it. So, (laughs) So, okay. So you got to tell us about the story um, because you mentioned it to me, but I I know Mitchell's curious. Sure. You drove out in Death Valley, right? To take pictures just by yourself, be alone. Right. What, what happened? Um, So Death Valley, let's see. Um, Well, first off, I'm going to preface this with, it was 120 degrees when I was there. Oh, that's yeah, sweet. That's hey, nice. the, dude, yeah. that's, come on, just a nice, nice average day. So, it's a dry heat. Let me <laughs> let me actually take it a step back before I get into that whole Death Valley thing. Um, the couple days before, I was going to Grand Canyon, and don't get me wrong, Grand Canyon is awesome, awesome. But I'm one of those people who likes to get in there and like hike around, like look around and see things. Sure. I just didn't have enough time to like warrant the time for me to like hike into like the canyon because it's a two day thing. One one day hiking in, one day hiking out. Yeah, I didn't really want to spend two days there. Um, really, and they couldn't let the John Hendricks do it in one day. <laughs> I wish, I wish that would have been cool. So I, I did my my cool photos there. I, I hung out, looked out over the the. I think I was on the East Rim for, I don't know, maybe four hours. Um, but by that time, it was starting to get dark, and uh, most of my my days, I would go find a camping spot on uh, wi- or like Bureau of Wildlife Management land. Sure. Um, because it's free. It's called dispersed camping. So you have no amenities or anything. You just kind of go find a spot, pitch a tent and like go for it. What a man. So I drove. So I guess before I say that I have two criteria when I'm camping on BLM land. And one of those is, is I have at least one bar of cell service or I'm within, I don't know, a hundred yards of somebody else camping. Sure. So I drove around on these trails near the Grand Canyon for probably about two hours trying to find a spot. And the first place that I finally found, I get out, I start walking around, I turn around, and there's two carcasses of elk that were killed by, I guess, mountain lions. Yeah, that's a no. 
And so I saw that and I was like, yeah, I, I don't want this. So I got back in my car. I kept driving around until I could find service again. And then I was like, you know what? I don't want to camp here. I don't want to see the Grand Canyon again tomorrow. I yeah. saw it today. And so I, right then and there, I decided I'm going to drive to Vegas from Ooh, the Grand Canyon. What a bad boy. Yeah. How, how long is that drive? Uh, I think it was like four and a half, five hours, something like that. Maybe longer. I don't know. Was remember. it the middle of the night? It was just like. Yeah. So by the time I, I decided that, it was about 9 p.m. It was dark. So then I had to get out of those trails. So I, no. I hit the road. I'm, I'm, I'm cruising down these dirt, these dirt roads for, I don't know, maybe an hour trying to get out. I finally get on the highway. I drive to Las, uh, Las Vegas. So I cross the Hoover Dam. I get to see all these cool things. That's, that's a cool sight. Um, so I get to Las Vegas at 1 a.m. on a or 2 a.m. or whatever on a Saturday night. So it's popping off. Uh, COVID, COVID or not, it's yeah. popping off. So yeah. I'm like, Here you know we what? Go, boys. I'm yeah. exhausted, but I'm still going to drive the strip. So yeah. I'm just driving the strip. I'm looking at all these cool things. I'm I'm halfway considering get, uh, like parking and trying to go to go to a casino because I've never been. I've yeah. never been to Vegas. Um, I didn't end up doing that. I got my sleep because I knew that I wanted to go to Death Valley the next did day. Did you just get a hotel room or did you camp? Yeah, out? for for Vegas, I got I did get a hotel. Okay. Um, that would have been a, a complete whiff. You go to Vegas, you're like, wow, this is so cool. Although, all right, pitch a tent. <laughs> I was so close to getting one of those really cool rooms at one of those fancy like casino resorts. Um, like they I were do, like eighty bucks, yeah. a night, and it wasn't bad. I do hear like stories. So I was in line. Um, was it two days ago getting my tag for right. the, for the new car? And first of all, just avoid the tag office at all. Off, you know, possibility if you can. You're talking about. Like a registration DMV. kind yeah. of tag. Yeah. yeah just like, go to Kroger. No, no. You have machine. to get a license for like a license plate first. Oh, before you, you're getting your license plate. Yeah. Not just. Okay. So I was at the tag office and it was, whew, it was a nightmare. So the first time I went, I waited four and a half hours just to get in the door. And then, and I, st- I got in line at like four o'clock and I finished, I got home by eight. Wow. Um. So it was at four hours. Yeah. About four hours. And. And in that whole process, I was like, man, I got everything. I checked. I triple checked. And I get in there. And I was like, perfect. Here's all my stuff. Let me pay the ad valorem tax and whatever on my car. And they and they said, where's your emissions? No. And I was like, it's an out-of-state car. So I totally forgot that you have Yikes. to re-up emissions when you bring an out-of-state car in in your current state, which don't do that. And uh, so then what killed me more is I could have gotten, I could have said, hey, hold my place in line, gone and done it, and then come back in the time it spent me to wait. So that pissed me off. But I was still able to, you know, release my title and pay the ad valorem tax. So at least I did something. But to put salt in the wound, I had to come back again to get the tag. And it was only 20. So I, I had to wait another however long to get my tag and pay 20 bucks for it. I was like, Oh, but Sounds I met like a, you had a trip. <laughs> I did, but at least the second time I went, I met a guy in line. He was a super nice guy, and he had, you know, he currently works for State Farm. He's so nice, but and he was like, "Is it Jake? Jake from State Farm? Jake, are you out there? Is Was that you? But no, he he was he used to just gamble, like like he was one of those guys that was like on the online gambling phase. And now he works at State Farm, <laughs> right? Now he works at State Farm, but he he was like, yeah, I, I am that guy now with stocks, bro. GameStop popping off. Dogecoin. Uh, excuse mm. me. Don't ban us. Don't ban us, please. Dogecoin to the moon. To the moon. Diamond hands. <laughs> See, listen. When it comes to that stuff, I'm a total fan of the underdog. But when it comes to these shutdowns, I want to punch a wall. I'm not even involved, but I'm like, dang, come on. What about these guys? Like, want to invest in a stupid company? Troll these, you know, investors. Billionaires. Yeah. It's like, I mean, 
I mean, I hate it for the billionaires also because no, it's like no. They're, they're trying to get money too, like they're businessmen for their second boat, for their second or third boat. Um, but no, he was in line. And he said he he ran up like these credits at these the, these casinos, and he would and they would reach out to him and be like, hey, listen, here's a full week free at, you know, whatever hotel, come out, gamble, and we'll, we'll host you and you know get you get you in the high rollers lounge and all that stuff. That actually sounds kind of dope. Oh, it's nuts! It's nuts, right? Yeah. But the, the, the problem is. Vegas is about time. And this is what he was going into was the perfect timing for Vegas is three days because you're there, you're there for a full day and then you're forced to leave, right? You're forced to take whatever you have loss or gain with you when you leave. I'll try to remember that. The longer you stay, he was like, I was there for three days. I was up like 150,000. And then he was like, I was there for four or five more days and then it was all gone. If no, my gosh. Makes me sick. He said. He said he turned. And now, granted, of course, this is just a guy I let, met in line at the tag office, so I don't know how true it is. But he was like, "Yeah, I turned five hundred bucks into like two hundred fifty k." I would have left in Easily. a few days. I would have left after ten k. But no, but that's the thing. So the, your mentality of like, "I'm gonna leave," is like, "Yeah, for sure, I'll, I would totally do that." Yeah, in, but you get in twenty twenty. But when you're in there and you're winning, you're winning, you're winning, you're winning, you're winning, and and you got two hundred fifty. You start seeing your life change before your eyes. You you, you increase the minimums. So you switch tables. Right. So it you know it goes from a five hundred minimum bet to a you know to a thousand. Sure. To a ten thousand. To a twenty thirty thousand. Cards or yeah, he was doing blackjack. like a mix of blackjacks, you know, um, uh, craps and all that stuff. If I ever went back to Vegas and gambled, I would never do any sort of machines because those are all rigged. They are, oh, well, any, any sort of yeah. any sort of cards, absolutely, because like that's more of a game of skill and luck. I would much rather. I, I'll just be completely honest. Like I love the idea of Vegas. I think it's fun. But I would I would hate to go out there and feel terrible, like just losing all my money. Of course, I would only go with the money I'd, I'd be willing to lose. But I would feel I would have much more fun just like with the guys at a table. We each bring hundred bucks and just like have fun. Like I'd rather give it to you guys. So, uh, than is that your casino. bachelor party? Yeah. Mm, maybe coming down the pike. I don't know. We'll see. We can talk about it if we want. But but there was you told me a story. There was one you were like out in the dunes and you parked your car and you hiked out to get a photo oh right 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 yeah. so this actually wasn't death valley this is white sands oh, this New is Mexico. White sands? okay yeah so this was my first national park that i stopped at um so white sands is, is amazing absolutely incredible i'd recommend anybody and everybody to go visit there at least once um so when you drive in it looks otherworldly because it's just white sand pure white yeah and what's really cool about it is that sand it's made of uh, crystal so it doesn't get hot in the sun so even though it was like 100 degrees there when i was there it would you could walk on it with bare feet that's wild yeah that's it was crazy. cool it was cool it's, to touch it's yeah. that dry heat it's that dry that's heat. right <laughs> but anyway so white sand's absolutely amazing i stayed there all day just taking cool photos and just kind of walking around doing some trails and um i was like you know what i want to get some really really cool sunset photos i want to be where nobody's where nobody else is yeah so I parked my car, I got out, and I just started walking. And I walked, and I walked, and I walked. And I found this awesome spot, some really crazy dunes that were just massive. Um, I ended up taking some really cool photos. Yeah. Um, but then what I didn't think about was that when night comes, you're surrounded by dunes that all look the same. Oh, no. <laughs> so the sunset's mm. setting. It's beautiful. I'm distracted. I'm, I'm getting cool photos. And then all of a sudden that cool sunset turns to like pitch black 
And so like I'm like, oh shoot, I gotta go. And then it starts to get because because it, it's like a 45 minute walk back to the car. So yeah, I was right. like, all right, I came from this direction. I'm not gonna deviate. I'm gonna do my best to just walk in a straight line. Because if I if I'm lost out here, I have no cell service. I got nothing. I mean, I have enough food and water and whatever else to survive overnight if I really need to, but don't really want to. So I start walking. Um, eventually, I start running because I was like, I gotta get back to the car. I still have a tiny bit of light. And then um, after about I don't know, about 45 minutes, I, I find the road. I wasn't anywhere near my car, so I followed the road to my car. Oh, man. But I'm just so thankful that found the road. I, ended, I found the road because mm. everything around that area looks the same because it's all just white sand. Yeah. So um, that was that was pretty crazy. I uh, I got back to my car, and I've never been so excited to see <laughs> Four anything. seats and a steering wheel. <laughs> that's right. Baby. That's right. Did you bring the drone with you to take the pictures of the uh, sunset? So, because I would have said just throw that drone up in the sky. I didn't so have. Look. The, I had the drone locked in the glove box because in national ah. parks you're not supposed to fly them. Um, mm. I did once, but you're not you're not legally allowed to in national but parks. But you do anyway. But um, plausible deniability is always a great yeah. a great way to go about that, especially as a hobbyist. I have my drone license. Anybody who has a drone license and is flying commercially, you are you cannot do that. But if you're a hobbyist. They're not going to arrest you. Well, I did it once, and I'm still okay. So, And it was your drone, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't have it registered at that point, so we were all good. Uh, but, yeah, that was that was pretty crazy. I remember pulling up to my hotel. I, I stayed in a Motel 6. That was great. Oh, no. You mean the pull, you pull up out front, and you walk inside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, that was oh, all no. I could find at that late of notice, because I was planning on camping, but I just was covered in sand. I was gross. I was like, I need a shower. I don't care. Yeah. First thing I found below hundred bucks was Motel Six, baby. Did, did it have a bed shaker? Uh, I'm not gonna even get into it. What was the motel <laughs> level? How many cockroaches did you count in the bathtub? Uh, God, those always, those always freak I'll me. I'll just, out. Say, I'll just say this: I slept in my sleeping bag, on top of my blanket, on top of the bed. Wow. So. Yeah, that just goes to show you how much trust you have in uh, them washing them sheets. Yeah. yeah, that's nasty. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder if you came through with a black light. How much? I wouldn't. I don't. Do I don't want to. Don't, don't even do think it. about it. Never mind. Just yeah. forget about it. Let's, never mind. Mm. Let's move on. Okay. So there's one thing that I wanted to bring up. I know we were talking about your trip. Obviously, the show is about John and his experiences. One experience that I cannot glaze over is how Ellie and I tried to play matchmaker with you and one of her bridesmaids. So I just, I just, for the people out there, we'll we'll, we'll be sparing on the names. Fill us in on the deets, man. I know you were going through a lot, so this is a great way for you to ease ease the weight off your chest. You're turning it into a tomato. I love it. Oh, boy. <laughs> so what happened? What happened, dude? Because, you know, it was great. It was good. But there was a lot going on, so sure. clear it out. Um, we talk a lot about our exes and things on this yeah, show. Yeah, we do. I've don't don't be uncomfortable yep. at all. All right. Well, I guess just starting off, I, I remember us going to get sushi, all four of us, oh, me, Ellie. That was your first mistake. <laughs> And Noah, I, I'm gonna and have to be her. honest. I probably did have the shits after that. <laughs> yeah, sushi, sushi, and me, no go. I don't know. We could have done something else. I'm, I'm a nice guy. Oh, I see. I think Ellie wanted sushi too. So. Oh wait, y'all four went. We yeah, all yeah. went. Oh, double, that's fun. Double date. Yeah, mm. it was good. Well, I mean, she's friends with Ellie, obviously, because she's a bridesmaid. But you know, John, John, and I, you know, it's groomsmen. So I was like, you know what? Let's freaking do this. That's right. I. uh yeah, I mean, I'm a pretty talkative guy, and I, I th- that dinner was awesome. It was fun. It was fun. Um, it was a good time. 
we ended up hanging out a little bit afterwards. We we went shopping for a minute. But, we went back uh, to your apartment, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. That was fun. Um, showed you guys because I don't think you guys had seen it yet, had you? No, I hadn't been there. I know you had mentioned it, but it was it was a great opportunity to just like naturally move from dinner to like what was going on. Because it was next. literally like a five minute walk. Yeah, it was right next door. Right next. So. And that was one of the reasons why we chose that place because you were yeah. like, oh, this there's just you know what was it called? It's called um, Yokusu or something. I can't remember what. I'm not even going to attempt I'm it. I'm not going to try. Sorry. Apologies to the owners of that place. But anyway, so yeah, we went afterwards to your apartment and it just seemed like it was going well. Yeah. I mean, it did. It did. It went very well. Um, we hung out maybe a couple more times after that. Um, Hold on. Let's not. Let's not. Yeah, he's oh. We hung out a couple of times. It just didn't work out. And, you know, uh, thanks for a great show. That's yeah, a great that's place. It. That's all we got. <laughs> See you later. No, but you went afterwards with her to like just go grocery shopping because she said she had to do it for uh it was like gift shopping for her brother got it okay that's right yeah so i mean obviously that went well enough to then see her again that's right uh yeah we went and go see a movie and got dinner um i I think that's all we did actually after that like post post our dinner that, that day so so give just a little context just for the people out there what's going on what was going on around that situation sure because we were in class so i knew what was going on yeah i mean i was just going through some health things because i had had a surgery yeah um i guess a few months before that and um after that surgery i had a complication that i didn't know was happening and i was slowly internally yeah. bleeding yep uh so i didn't notice it because well, for starters, it was so slow that it just wasn't something that I could notice. I just thought I was really tired. Um, and so it just progressively got worse and worse and worse and worse. And so eventually like that became my full focus. Focus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I had gotten sick and I just kind of fell off the wagon and uh fell off the wagon since you became an alcoholic again honestly <laughs> or is that falling off the turnip truck is that something like that no something like that one of those out there but it was just one of those really rough times in my life and uh i think i handled a lot of things during that period a little wrong well there was just it wasn't like you handled things wrong i i feel like in those in those situations just tying it back to just how to be a man i think for any anyone going through something hard like that the easiest way to get through those is with the help of others you know what I mean? And and being in Atlanta, pseudo by yourself, sure. you know, that's like, that just makes it really tough. Um, obviously, you had like me and friends from class and stuff, but, you know, it's not like we were hanging out every single second. Right. And you were at your worst. So it's like, you know, do you really want all these people to show I'm also one of, those, one of those guys who, if I'm going through something, like, I like to deal with it myself because that's what I've grown up doing. Like a man. That's right. You know, <laughs> but. Uh, Suck it up out there. Yeah, so I I just kind of turned the whole world off to be honest yeah. for a little while. Even even my friends like I just I don't know. Like I said, my sole focus was get through this first. I did, and just for you to know, so he he came into class one day, and this was like the cusp right before he like went into the hospital. <laughs> he was looking. You were looking like, if I can say, sure. He was looking like Casper's brother, like Casper the oh, ghost. That's sweet, yeah. And uh, and me and another guy, um, we'll call him out, Philip. What's up, brother? Um, but he, we were both like, dude, are you like good? Like, what is going on? Like, he looked like he was hungover, but then hungover for about a month. And I was like, bro, you, we need to like, are you like, can we drive you or whatever? You were like, no, 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 I got it, man, I got it, I got it. And you know, it's just typical you of like, I got it, I'll figure it out, man, I'll figure it out. And uh, and come to find out what what ended up happening, you like 
got to the ho- how'd you get to the hospital that's right so i remember like i got a routine like blood test because like post-surgery like that's just normal um for a few months and so i got the routine thing and my doctor called me and said go to the emergency room right now and i was like that's bruh. scary as i was like hell. bro why yeah. he's like hey like you got no blood <laughs> and i was like uh okay. excuse me so i drove myself to the er um and when i walked in the woman was like hey uh, how, can hey. I help, how can I help you? And I was like, uh, yeah, so my doctor told me to come in. Apparently I have a hemoglobin level of a four. And she like, was like, what? Was like, that's what he said. And she, and she was like, uh, so she kind of started freaking out. Um, but apparently like with hemoglobin levels, um, if you have anything below a seven, you really shouldn't be able to walk. Oh, so you are one bad mother. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, he I was. Walk, he I was drove walk, himself to the ER. He walked in. He's like, Yo, I was walking to class every day. It was like it was like a mile, a mile and a quarter walk every day to, to class. Um, and yeah. I was still trying to keep up with homework and stuff. It was really hard because I was just so tired and exhausted all the time. But um, I was doing it. I was doing it. But uh, yeah, you were you were hanging in, and you did your best too. And no shame, right? Because like all the classes, honestly, they were being kind of jerks about it. Like. Some of those professors came in and they were like, yeah, man, like we kind of need this stuff from you. And we were all in class. We're like, he's like dead, dude. Can you like leave him His alone? level was a four. He's a four. Okay. Listen, four. Seven, so, you wouldn't be here. <laughs> one of one of my uh, close friends from high school, his mom went through something not similar, but she she lost some blood and um, had a hemoglobin level of like an eight. And she couldn't, she couldn't stand up. Like she couldn't walk or anything. And like. That's how weak it makes this guy. Look at this guy. (laughs) He's flexing a little bit. A little bit. On the camera, y'all aren't seeing his guns are showing. That's right. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of what was going on in my life. I had a five day stay in the uh, hospital. That was fun. I. uh, So what do they do to fix something like that? I got four units of blood. Well, I mean, obviously, yeah, shove more blood in you because you don't have it. But like, how do they stop the internal bleeding? Um, So I, it it was coming from two ulcers from where my surgery didn't like heal properly. Yeah. Mm. Um, And so I was taking a a really strong steroid that helps, I guess, make your body more receptive to healing that kind of thing. You didn't need no steroids, bro. You walking in there with uh, the four. What what, what do you need? You're mentioning steroids. We should really shut up. (laughs) Shut up. Uh oh. Oh man! I, I mean, listen. Do, do they also, call you, out? you know, they help you, <laughs> yeah. you know, heal internally, but they also like something about stunt your growth or like. See the well, <laughs> the issue is, you know, I was told that it would make me like bigger, like more muscular. It didn't work. It just shrunk things. <laughs> Yikes! Hey, that's okay. That's it's we'll, crazy. We'll do another podcast about yeah. that. But no, no I'm, pictures. I'm glad that you were better now. Right. Um, that was not only a tough time for me being just a friend. But like, I can't even imagine for you dealing with like, like knowing people were worried about you and having other things of your life to manage. I just think that's, that's incredible. Like, so how did you just mentally get through that? Because I know like you're here on the other side, looking back, I know it's much easier to kind of compartmentalize. Sure. I mean, not to get in too deep, but like I've had things go on in my life since I was in high school, like Mm -hmm. health wise. Yeah. Um, at this point, everything's good thanks to that surgery. But, um, yeah, like in high school, I struggled a lot. Um, so I guess it's just kind of a self-taught thing. Like after you go through enough of it, you just get used to it. Right. Right. So like, for instance, like for me, like I have a very, very high pain tolerance and I think that kind of contributed to me, like not even realizing that I was feeling bad. Yeah. That's tough. And, uh, 
which is pretty popular. It's a common thing to happen to somebody who like grew up with that certain like health condition. Um, which right. like I said, it's, everything's good and clear now. It just took a, almost a decade of working through it. But, but uh, you're here on the other side. That's right. You so, just had your last, was it iron infusion? Yeah. So I was getting iron through an IV. Oh, yeah, just black straight iron, man. metal, dude, this black dude, liquid. I, going I, I'm your done. I, I don't want to hear any more about how. Yeah, listen, I'm gonna have to ask you to stop yeah. posting your gym videos because <laughs> you look like him. an idiot um, compared to this guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's gonna drop some of those old iron just infusion videos. You can be like, "What's up, everybody?" See, yeah. I, I'm gonna ask a stupid question here. Sure. You internal bleeding. Yeah. And, but you didn't have. Then they said you didn't have blood. How does that work if it's internal? It's where is it going? So that, uh, let's just that say his really... poops were really dark. <laughs> Maybe that's it. I, I just, Honestly, when I hear I internal even, bleeding, I'm like, I, it's not going though. It's just going I to different places. I don't know. I, my assumption was cause it, it was, uh, I don't know. I don't know where it went, yeah. <laughs> right. which is, which is kind of weird to think about. Cause like, I didn't see anything on yeah. this. The only thing that I felt to miss was that I was just extraordinarily tired yeah. and a little bit, I mean, I guess weak, but, but um, I mean, if you look back on it, did you, could you at some point be like, okay, I was kind of ignoring some pain think, indicators. No pain indicators, but I think looking back and seeing myself in pictures and seeing how pale I was, I was like, I should have realized something with that. Yeah. Because I mean, I mean, I am a pretty fair-skinned guy, but that was like a whole new level of just like gray. Yeah, you have <laughs> you have some nice, you know, some undertones to your right. skin, and it was just like zipped, and and that's when I was like, okay, dude, like you got to call it. Cause you weren't you weren't feeling good for about a week and a half at that point, and so I was like, man, mm, something's going on. Yeah, but, but like to, to go back to it, I guess the thing in my head, like what keeps me going is just thinking like, hey, like you never know if it's if it's not going to get better, then like it's not. But if, yeah. it, but if it is, then it's coming. So it's going to be there soon, hopefully. Right. So right. Just keep reaching towards that. Keep one foot in front of the other. Just keep going. Like, and that's all. That's that's how I did it all through high school and whatnot, all through early college. Um, but if it did go poorly, I did call his scuba license. He, he so, laid claim to my scuba license, which has uh, my picture on it. So I don't know how that's going to work. But I'll just dye my hair and grow a, grow, grow a crappy beard. You'll dye your hair? I am <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds good. What hair color difference do y'all have? Uh, isn't his a little darker than mine? No, y'all have literally the same color. Hair. Oh well, then easy. Yeah, so you're. Good. Although yours looks you much better than mine. You gotta have his. Your, your hair's gotta go the other way. You gotta. You gotta have. Right oh, is it going the other yeah. way? Oh, it is. The swoop. Yeah. Uh, there was. You know, it's funny. So I always think about this when I get my hair done, which is totally not on topic at all. But it's in the was it the 1930s and 40s or right after World War II, uh, the United States, all of the young men in the United States would never get their hair cut in the same direction that Adolf Hitler. Oh. had his hair done makes sense yeah and so like for generations there was always like a big taboo with having your hair go in one direction as a man and i just think that's like you know having your hair done a certain way is always you know kind of prototypically female but then you know during this whole generation post-world war ii there was this like stigma around men having their hair go one direction versus the other that must have been where you know bringing a picture in a barber star place you show a picture of Hitler. i don't want this please <laughs> dude i felt like i felt like a douchebag yes, the oh. last time i went to go get my hair cut because you did you what uh, because douchebag. so yeah it is a big douchebag move but <laughs> i wanted that hair back so i usually you know ellie would send me photos of you know who she wishes i looked like sure and, <laughs> and um, every who, woman who's does. on that list uh, you know, just Brad Pitt, John Stamos, and no, I'm kidding. But 
I would usually go into a photo of just a, you know, model off the internet of like a hairstyle and just be like, hey, make me, I mean, not me, but make my hair look like that. Because obviously I don't look like that. Um, and so this time, <laughs> this time I brought in a photo of myself. <laughs> He's like, I want to look like this guy. She looks at it. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> I appreciate it. It's like, nice. oh, wait. Uh, I, I, sorry, I can't help you with that. You just, there's no help to be done. Um, but I felt super bad because I was like, I tried to zoom in far enough to where it, like, you couldn't identify, but I was like, right. it, it looked like me. I was like, oh, no, dang it. I mean, there's no shame. You, you looked good with that haircut, apparently. So, like, you wanted it back. Yeah, but that's the problem is I thought I looked good with that haircut. So, did I really look good with that haircut? That's the real question. And it's probably the answer is no. The answer is no, for sure. Um, but anyway, so back to the groomsmen, bridesmaids drama it's not really drama did you do, I, I guess we can just cut did you just ghost her is that just what happened because you said you shut the world out or is there something Un, unintent, oh, unintentionally yeah okay yeah that's not i mean and i like regret it <laughs> it's happened to the worst or best of us yeah of us. i mean definitely i think being ghosted is one of the worst feelings but at the same time like you know knowing why somebody ghosted you i think gives a little bit of levity to the situation just because like if it was just like, you know, it was going well and then all of a sudden nothing. Yeah, then that's I, true. I think that would have been a little like strange. But since I mean, she was plugged in. I mean, she you knows. Can, you can right? correct me, but she was filled in to the whole situation, so it wasn't like, yeah, you know, completely out of the blue. Right. Yep, you're not wrong. Oh, you hesitated. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> we got to dive in a little bit more. So no, she didn't know all the way. Uh, I think she did. Okay. As far as I know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I think, you know, in any situation like that, I think life, we we all take life too seriously. So I think even in a situation like that where it's like, oh, I feel terrible. I totally ghosted somebody. Like there's never a world where like reconciliation can't come back. That's fair. So, and, and she doesn't care. Like I've known her. I've hung out with her since. So like. You didn't mean that much to her. Yeah. She she's it. like, yeah, that idiot. I hated him anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm not that cool. <laughs> he wasn't that good of a kisser. Um <laughs> But uh, but no, I I think you're a good kisser. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. But yeah, so I think I think this wedding might be a great way to recapture some. We're gonna rekindle some, fire. some things. I Whether think... you want to or not, you're walking with her. Oh boy, um, I'll make well, it happen. Because I'll tell you right now, I know obviously the best man that you're not. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Thanks. I'll help you fight him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, he's already threatened to kill ev- all of you. So um, and he, apparently, I'm last. So. Well, he it thinks he's, the next he person. thinks he's last. Nope, he puts that. himself last. I did not. You, you said, said that. it on the podcast. We'll go back. We'll go back. Fact check. Um, but he, <laughs> if you're last, then I feel bad because I must have said something terribly wrong for you to for you to think that. Um, well, I was just feeling bad. I had to take out what six other guys, five other guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you could definitely. You're jacked. So good luck. I don't want to take you. Right. Just take me and just take my spot, and then you just don't even. You choose your best man. True. I'm a blue belt in jujitsu. Let's true. get it. No. Ellie would probably respect the the results of that winner. I, I don't know. We can ask her. Right. Um. But right. no, I think you know, just being being a groomsman is funny to me. So like, Ellie's sister is the maid of honor. That's usually how that works. Right. And then my my best man is like my childhood best friend that I've grown up with, which, you know, makes sense. Sure. And so they're obviously walking together because that makes sense. Past that point, I don't think we've made any, you know, dedicated decisions to who's walking with who. And so it is him and no name. Yeah, definitely. no name. Yeah. And the rest, we draw out of a hat. You know, just throw them in a hat. And... Throw them in a hat. Draw them. Because I think, I think you would go well with, with the other person. 
that I'm not going to say her name. That's <laughs> fine. We've already mentioned it. I know who you're talking about. Because she definitely, she definitely has tattoos, and you have a, you have an affinity for tattoos. No, yeah. anybody listening is going to be like, all right, who has tattoos? Who yeah. has tattoos? Who has mm-hmm. them? I don't know. Is, a couple yeah. people, a couple people have tattoos, so that's they can fight amongst themselves. Right. I mean, granted. He is a chiseled sculpture from the heavens above. Jesus Christ. I mean, if I was a bridesmaid, I'd want to walk with him. So I would. I, I would definitely. Maybe I won't even walk with the... the maybe I won't even get married to Ellie. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. I'll, listen, Ellie will come down the aisle and I'll say, you know what? Listen, you look beautiful, but Mitchell, will you marry me? <laughs> Mitchell right. takes precedence. Yeah, absolutely. No, but no, I don't think we've made any decisions. And so, you know, Evans and Leah, they're the only ones that that we've oh no i said oh names. yeah but you just, okay so it's not leah 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 leah. leah princess it's not leah. princess leah so um, leah is not the one we were talking about oh jesus <laughs> yeah so for those of you who aren't watching our show on youtube um mitchell just made eye contact with my lovely fiance behind the camera um who she's creeped down like a yeah no freaky kidding. person um she we didn't sneaky. know she, yeah that was sneaky we didn't know she was there um i only noticed she was there because i'm looking right at the camera um but hey, welcome. You're you're awake now. Yeah, heart that's, dropped a little. That's bit. good. Yeah, because we're talking shit over here. <laughs> yeah, no, she, you mention her name once, she just appears. I know. See, it's, it's almost like poof. Ellie, Ellie, Ellie. <gasps> yeah, the look in the mirror thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. But no, I think it's gonna be a great time because I know the the groomsmen. We're planning on going. I think to the lake house. That'd be super fun with, with all of us. Yeah. Um, please, if my uncle, he's not watching, but if my uncle's watching, please let's borrow your lake house. We won't wreck Please. your boat. I promise. Um, but he's he's a really nice guy, and that's where that's where I engaged got engaged to Ellie. Um, so awesome. it's a really special place for me and her, and so I'd love I'd love for to share that with y'all for sure. Um, and it's fun. We can booze up, you know, have a good time, you know, eat, drink, have some snacks, play some games, beautiful, hit the lake. I, I just, you know, I, I can't think of a better situation. All is good. Yeah, that's watch right. a bunch of movies. I think I think that's a good place to end. Yeah. Gives you some time to rekindle things. Maybe, yeah. Hey, maybe we make it a double engagement. Kind of get engaged there. You know. Hey, listen. We can it's just the spot. Uh, we can work something out. Ellie could, you know, instead of throwing the flowers, hand it off to somebody. Oh, hey, God. listen. You've yeah. got you've got three months. Um, I don't want to say the clock's running, but go. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thanks for watching, tuning in once again. We're live on YouTube. Um, so if you want to look us up, Man Card Podcast on YouTube. If you want to send us an email, mancardpod at gmail.com. And we're live on social media as well. So hit us up there. Um, Mitchell's watching. I'm not. Um, oh, Instagram. Yes. Yeah, yeah Instagram. That's well, me. theoretically, he's watching. But yeah. he needs to get I do get that. the notifications. Do you? Yeah. When we, we get random followers from time to time. I'm going to test nice. that. I'm going to test that. I'll All DM right. you from a fake account and see if you respond. Sweet. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you next time. Bye. See you. Uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs>